Nate actually taught me to swim when I was about five years old at La Maria when he was working like a Saturday job. It was just a lot of laughs, a lot of good memories from even just traveling to Guernsey, racing locally. The thing about the 50 meter pool is obviously training long course is a different kettle of fish. It's almost like, I don't know if you have athletics, you know, the indoor outdoor switch, the wind is like, training long course is definitely better. You know, it's definitely good. And all the big major meets, the park and island games are really, they're held long course. So if you can't, swim long course and you don't really train long course, it is definitely putting you at a disadvantage. So it's my first big, real international meet away from my parents. So definitely had a lot of nerves. My final year in 2020, we managed to win our conference and we won quite decisively as well. I think we won by more than 100 points. So yeah, it was just a really special moment, I think, for the women's team to finally sort of get to the top and get where we wanted to be for the last four years. You're from tiny little Jersey and then suddenly you're eating in the dining hall with like, world record holders and you're like oh my god like I, you feel almost out of place I don't know if I necessarily have a highlight more of it being a great 15, 15 years of competing really Hello and welcome to a brand new Sportscast Jersey episode. Uh, today we are joined by swimmer Gemma Atherley. Uh, how are you doing today, Gemma? Yeah, good. Nice and sunny outside, so a good day. How are yeah, you? Def definitely, yeah, good, good as well. Sun always helps. Um, we'll go straight into the questions. And as always, my first question to any of my guests is, have you always been sporty since you were... A young age since you were growing up? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> I think there's a definitely a differentiation between uh, land sports and uh, water sports. So when you're a kid and you're only learning to swim, I think only the land sports are available. <laughs> so um, I was bad. I did. I tried ballet, tried small team sports. I, do, I don't have coordination on land. I'm very, very bad. So um, it's a really good thing that swimming works out because I cannot play a single other sport. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing that's amazing um talking about swimming do you remember the first time you obviously you must have been young but first time you went into a pool were you like a duck to water was it a natural thing for you uh no my mum always tells a story about when my dad took us to centre parks and uh he threw me down a water slide and I refused to get in the water for the next six months <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah definitely not a natural at the start, but I think it's sort of built into it while I was learning to swim and then joining Tigers. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, competitive swimming-wise, obviously it would have started a bit later. Actually, let's go. Let's go back to Tigers. How mm. good was that growing up with that environment? Obviously, it's a lot of training, but how good was was it to go there? Obviously, the social side of it as well. But how much did you enjoy Tigers? Growing up. Yeah, I mean, Tigers is sort of the, the cornerstone, I guess, of swimming in Jersey. Um, so I joined when I was about eight years old and obviously starting the junior development squad, swimming once, twice a week. And then as you get older, you sort of move up. But it's like a big group as well. So when you start, there's 30, 40, you know, in your sort of group. And people drop off as you get older, but there's still like a good friendship group within that sort of 
early start because it is one of those sports that you do sort of start quite early you know you have to start at age eight or nine if you really want to make a, a big thing of it yeah definitely and how how good have the coaches been over the year obviously Nathan's the the head like everyone knows Nathan even if they don't yeah. know the Tigers <laughs> but every every coach yeah, how good have they been yeah, I mean, so Nate actually taught me to swim when I was about five years old at La Maria when he was working like a Saturday job. So Nate's really been sort of, yeah, the biggest part of my swimming journey. Um, and it's great to watch him go from like a uh, sort of junior coach, assistant coach to like really heading up a really, really successful program. Um, Sean also now coaches um, and she's really developed the junior program from like you know, we got a trickle in from like Aquasmith, La Maria, like different swim schools, but now they've set up a proper swim school at Tigers so kids can come in from age I think two all the way to 102 if they want to. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Seems like a really good community as well to be involved in. Obviously, it's hard work being a swimmer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. How, how do you reflect on that and how how hard has it been hard sometimes where some mornings you don't want to get up and go train and yeah. <laughs> how, how how have you got past that as well yeah I think there's definitely always that like oh it's 5 30 I do not want to go anywhere like my bed just feels so good I could just turn my alarm off and get an extra two two and a half hours sleep but I think especially when you're younger there's a real like camaraderie and when, when you go to train in the US and stuff like that and you train in really competitive teams there is that like not expectations but like you don't want to let your teammates down as well so like everyone's sort of in it together and when you get up at 5 30 and the, you see the set on the board and you're like oh my god I should have just stayed in bed you know everyone's in that same position so it's yes definitely a team team really pulls you through I think yeah definitely definitely um let's talk about competitive swimming we'll come on to the island games commonwealth in a bit but obviously locally there's galas and what have you how much did you enjoy those events yeah, it's one of those things when you're young, you get to go away with your friends. You know, we all stay in the hotel together. Uh, uh, <laughs> just a lot of laughs, a lot of good memories from even just traveling to Guernsey, racing locally, uh, the local meets in the UK, like a lot of really good memories. I think it builds a lot of independence as well. You know, you're off on your own age as well for a weekend with your friends. So, yeah, really enjoyed those. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And how about, uh, I remember going because my sister used to swim for, Jersey Swimming Club and at uh, mm. Le how how good were those home galas and I remember the atmospheres are always really good really hyped up and how, how good were those home galas as well yeah I think there's always that well it's, it's a team you know you also want to beat your teammates as well you want to be that uh getting those medals getting those island records um yeah and I think Kenneve is a really good facility for that the space on poolside you know you've got the stands parents can come and watch so yeah, I think Canavay is a really good pool to have. Obviously, we'd like a 50-meter pool if we could, but Canavay, compared to the standard of some other um, clubs' home pools, I think is a really great pool. Yeah, definitely. Let's let's touch on that because I was talking about it at Government House with a few people. 50-meter um, <laughs> pool, how important is it to get that and why, why the swimmers want it so bad? Yes, I think the thing about the 50 metre pool is obviously training long course is a different kettle of fish. It's almost like, I don't know if you have athletics, you know, the indoor, outdoor switch, the wind is like training long course is definitely better. You know, it's definitely good. And all the 
big major meets apart from island games are really they're held long course so if you can't swim long course and you don't really train long course it is definitely putting you at a disadvantage um it also allows like what you can do is you can train long course sometimes and you can move the boom and train short course other times um and it allows uh clubs to share pool time with the public with other um clubs so when we had long course pools in the US obviously you could have water polo playing in one half and then swimming at the same time that really like sort of brings the swimming world into the community as well um instead of us just training in like a home ballet sort of off to the side you know no one really knows about us um yeah, yeah really having that long course 50 minute pool would really bring swimming into the community yeah definitely and it's funny because when I asked um Lucy Stevenson that question she actually said there was no want for it or no need for it but since talking the last few weeks it sounds like there's a big need for it but I definitely think if we have the money we can spend it I think it is it would really benefit us and we would have the option to host um, bigger competitions maybe more teams would want to come because um, we also have that advantage of being close to the UK and having those good transport links so for a lot of teams in the UK you know they, they they drive in the car to meets they never really get that sort of away meet feeling yeah. so we could really provide that in jersey if we could get the facilities to do it yeah definitely definitely um let's rewind a bit and uh bermuda island games was your first island games um yeah. let's talk about how were you nervous excited going into it first of all yeah i mean it was my first real big trip away it's a long flight you know my parents didn't go to that meet because uh, it was expensive you know long way to travel so it was my first big real international meet away from my parents so definitely had a lot of nerves um but I think as being a junior on that team there were a lot of really great seniors um who are really supportive um and we had some really great relays so I won my first island games medal there um yeah no it was definitely a really one of those like experiences that sort of hooks you in you're like oh I want to do this more yeah definitely how, how old were you uh 15 I think 15 yeah, yeah. amazing amazing um I want to I want to ask uh, surrounding strokes and what what is your speciality and did you know from an early age what what was your favorite and your best <laughs> um yeah so I some freestyle and backstroke and sort of it's one of those things I think people who do multiple events know that some seasons you have a really great uh, season with one stroke and another season you're like, why is that stroke not doing so good? Um, and it just, it comes and it goes. Um, I'm definitely not a breaststroker. I knew that very early on. Um, I'm not good at breaststroke, but the other three strokes I'm, you know, I like swimming. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, I want to touch on the home games uh before we move on to other stuff mm. how special is that to be a part of and what are your standout memories of that games yeah i mean the home games in uh, in jersey in 2015 was really like sort of a core memory for me um like just having like all your all your friends all your family able to support you um kind of it was packed it's just one of those like i don't know if you've you probably could have heard it on the live stream in Guernsey, but like it gets really, really loud when you have a compact pool with, you know, yeah. <laughs> lots of people packed into it. It's get yeah. And I think, yeah, it's one of those um, core memories that not everyone will get to experience, you know, so really like privileged to have been able to do a home games. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Brilliant. Um, you went to America. Um, how 
biggest step was that for you in terms of obviously you did a degree alongside but for the swimming side of things and how how big a step was that for you yeah I think people you know going to uni anywhere is a big step especially being from Jersey you know you do have to completely detach um and then start a life sort of as adult, adult adult by yourself you know so it's a big step for anyone but going to the US I think was a big culture shock for me <laughs> yeah I discovered I learned a lot of things about myself and I learned a lot of things about like being resilient and overcoming challenges because you sort of do have to stand on your own two feet when you're so far away from home and you can't back out there was quite a few times in the first year where I was like oh no I should just go home I should give up um but yeah no I'm really proud of myself for like sticking at it and doing it and I think the training environment they have in the in the US really sets you up to succeed you know it's all set up around your sport and your academic studies whereas some unis in the UK it is just sort of always a side thing yeah. you know you do it in your own personal time but in the US they really set it up for you to succeed at both which I really enjoyed you know <laughs> Yeah, yeah. How how good is American swimming? Obviously, I know Shally went, Harry Shalliman went over mm-hmm. there, and other people have gone over there from Jersey. So, how good is that step for people who might be interested in doing it? Yeah, I think it, it has to be a step that you want to take. You know, a lot of people have gone out there and been like, "Oh, no, it's really not for me." Uh, but if you are ready to step up for the challenge, I think it is a really great. Uh, place to go the fact that you go from you know it was by the end of our like year year 13 at school it was just sort of me and Harry and like one or two others still swimming so to go from that like having two three four people to having a team of 50 um who all train together and all sort of the similar speed you know you're all competing in training there's relay spots available is it's competitive um and yeah having that sort of training group I think is really important at that stage as well because a lot of people do drop out because of other pressures and you know having schoolwork but having that core team of almost I think there was about 53 54 at my university yeah. um so having those people all in the same boat and then having people who are you know you're your first year of your degree but they're on the fourth year so then you can really they really support each other yeah. um so there's always that sort of not instant family but like <laughs> you know you know what I mean yeah. like it is yeah. a family and everyone is there to support each other so yeah, amazing, amazing. It is a good move. Yeah, definitely. And it sounds like a good move from everyone that I've spoken to and they've they've all really enjoyed it. Um, mm. whatever sport they go for. Um mm. what were your highlights whilst over there? What what are your standout moments in the pool? Yeah, I mean <laughs> a lot of a lot of tough moments, but I think uh my uh, university the men's team were doing really well they had been doing for a couple of years but the girls team was sort of struggling a little bit we'd sort of come second third in our conference for a couple of years and then uh, my final year in 2020 we managed to win our conference and we won quite decisively as well I think we won by more than 100 points so yeah it was just a really special moment I think for the women's team to finally sort of get to the top and get where we wanted to be for the last four years yeah definitely definitely um you keep on mentioning struggling, not struggling, but struggling moments and harder moments. How I want to go back to how you were talking about you and Harry and a few others when there was only a small group of you and that others were dropping out. How how determined were you to keep on pushing yourself, keep on swimming? Yeah, I mean, I when I was younger, probably between the age of like eight and 14, 15, I wasn't very good, um, but I did love the sport. 
Um, so it's, it's one of those things, it does take up so much of your life. If you're not really motivated to do it, it can really feel like a chore. Um, so yeah, I know. And there's always been like, swimming is one of those sports where it does, it does consume so much of your life. Um, and you know, when you get an injury, you get a niggle, it, it does almost feel like everything's over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, especially when you, you know, you're doing 20 hours a week and you, every week you're, if you're not in the pool, you're losing 20 plus hours on everyone else. And you sort of feel like, oh, no, like I'm, I'm going to be so far behind. But actually I think when you, when you do get back to it, you sort of make up that ground really, really quickly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Um, Going on to the next adventure, Commonwealth Games, obviously Australia and Birmingham, you, you went to. Um, how good are those games to be involved in? Just how big are they? Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. Like the way they set up the Commonwealth Games, you know, you're from tiny little Jersey and then suddenly you're eating in the dining hall with like, world record holders and you're like oh my god like I'm, you feel almost out of place but not like you don't deserve to be there but sort of like yeah just very out of place like not really in that sort of environment very often um and the fact that we can go as a team jersey and you know we all stay in the same place we all like interact it's really like it's a really special atmosphere um and then especially in australia we work there and you know the stands have ten thousand people and you know you go from jersey where you can maybe push it to get 200 people in there and it's crowded yeah. to literally being able to be like look up and like i can't see the person itself i've you know yeah. it's all just like yeah and it's really really special atmosphere to be part of especially like being there with teammates and like sort of people you've grown up with um yeah i think harry uh did it amazingly in um gold coast and part of watching him you know some of those finals I was like you know really want to be there at some point so that sort of motivates you to keep going to do the next one to get to that yeah. level that you see other people at yeah yeah absolutely and you did well in Birmingham it's fair to say um yeah. how, how was that experience and how how were how were the races and how were you going into the races as well yeah, I think coming off of COVID, it was tough for everyone. So sort of knowing that you've, you've put in the work. Um, Birmingham is really special as well because we got to some relays. Uh, we got to some mixed relays. So, uh, yeah, it's always tough for a small island to feel the whole team because you've got to have four men, four women. And to have four people at that level on either side is really quite tough because Jersey does set their qualifying times quite hard. You know, it's not it's not just being the best in Jersey. You have to make the times as well. Um so yeah, for Lily and I to be able to swim mixed relays with the boys and walk out in a final sort of as a team, it was just really special. And being from Jersey, you know, like in the UK, like even the UK fans would cheer for us when we walked out. So that was pretty, pretty special. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. Um, how how good, obviously, Birmingham's the UK, but to go and compete in Australia, how how amazing was that? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's not much more you can ask for, really, than your sport taking you to the other side of the world. Um, and the things that you, you know, sort of got to do while we were there, you know, we had time off, went to the zoos, got to hold the koalas, see a bit of, like, the beaches, just hang out. Yeah, it was just really, really special, because I don't think there's many <laughs> other ways to do that other than through such a high-level competitive sport. So, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Right, going from Australia to Guernsey, um, how 
how was last week? <laughs> how was last week, and how how do you reflect on it? Yeah, I mean, I, it was obviously not as sunny, not as much wildlife as Australia, um, but overall, I think it was a really, really good week, especially for Team Jersey. We had, I think, quite a few medal expectations coming into it. Obviously, you don't want to say, um, <laughs> be like, oh, you know, we think we're going to do really well, but we had a lot of um, juniors really, really step up on, on some team, um, and I think that's what really helped us sort of get to the top of the medal table wasn't necessarily the, the stars you know the people we expected to do well but it was the juniors really really stepping up and I think that experience for them knowing that they can perform at a really high level and drop time and some PBs at these meets I think will really spur them on to the next games yeah yeah definitely um what what was your personal highlight over the week obviously you got a few medals um but what was your highlight <laughs> Yeah, I think um, the girls' 4 by 100 freestyle relay was definitely one of my highlights. Um, I found, uh, I think, a second and a half faster than I'd ever split on a relay, um, which for me at this age, I was really, really happy with. But it's also special for me because that was my first gold medal back in Bermuda 2013. So it's sort of come full circle uh, with a whole different group of girls being the oldest. And then, you know, really stepping up was probably really incredible I think I'd put a little bit of pressure on them at the start of the season being like you know this is this is our chance <laughs> you know you've got to really knuckle down for this relay um, but yeah they were all really really pulled out of the bag. For the, for the relays and obviously the younger team younger swimmers coming through how much have you took on the task to try and help them try and teach them a few things and what have you? Yeah, I mean, I think all of them are, you know, they're, they're 15, 16, they are almost, you know, independent themselves and they've been through the whole nationals, other competitions. But yeah, I mean, just being around, making sure that, you know, sometimes when you're in the finals, you're like, oh, you can get really, really like sort of in your head about some of the swims. But I think just being relaxed, making sure that we were having fun in the cool room. Um, yeah, no, I think, yeah. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Um. Obviously, you've come out and said you're retiring from swimming and that's your last games for sure and what have you. How how hard has the decision been? Obviously, it's been, as you've been saying, a huge part of your life. So how hard has that decision been? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's always tough to let go of something that is so important to you. Um, I think the last couple of months when I was in the sports, shoulders going you know my back's hurting I've slept funny um I'll fall down the stairs I've done twist my angles I think it is probably partly led by the fact that like I don't think my body can do this for much longer um but I'm not gonna say I won't rule out something a relay in two years time if I because I do I do love the sport and I do love training and I think I will stay in some of the master's group and sort of compete a little bit on the side you know but I think this is definitely my last one where I'll be aiming for like individual medals and individual sort of success um but you know I think I've always said this like it is difficult to let go of um and while I'm still able to I might <laughs> have another crack at it in a couple of years time depending but you never know you have to qualify I think the way some of those girls swam last week I might actually have a tough time qualifying yeah um so yeah definitely yeah 
willing to 100% let go of it but 95% I think is is time to move on with life yeah that that five percent is just bringing you back in I say never say never um yeah what what obviously I just asked kind of how how you um help the younger ones but what tips do you have for them maybe at those hard times where they might struggle to think why am I doing this or why why am I waking up at this time what are your tips to them um I mean if you love the sport and you love competing then keep at it you know like even if you're having a bad season everyone has bad seasons where you're like oh I didn't get PB in this event you know I didn't qualify for the meet I wanted to qualify for but a lot of times if you just you work you work through that hump you get over that little plateau um you'll come back and you'll swim like way way better than you expected sometimes it is just pushing through those hard times and a lot of people around you will also be experiencing the same thing so it's good to lean on lean on your teammates lean on your coaches um yeah people will always be around you to support you you just have to sort of ask for that and let them know how you're feeling yeah yeah good advice good advice um one question i do want to ask before i go on to the last question what has been your highlight moment for you in your over the years i don't know it's really really hard to pick one i think every sort of major me has had its its highlights obviously guernsey is sort of like my my biggest medical but then Commonwealth competing at that you know really high level and yeah I don't know I don't know if I necessarily have a highlight more of it being a great 15 15 years of competing really yeah 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 good good um final kind of question before we finish up would you ever once that five percent is definitely gone would you ever want to coach or stick in swimming that way in the future no, I, I, I'd, I'd always want to be around the sport and, you know, I'd love to support the club in other ways. I don't know, admin or maybe um, stepping up to uh, work on maybe some of the, the Island Games Association or Commonwealth Games Association doing a sort of more admin role. But I think there is definitely a type of personality that should be a coach, you know, that really encourages kids, gets on really well with them, understands them. I think Nathan and Sean do such a good job of that and I could never really compete with the level and that the, the the great job that they do um and I think yeah so I probably will not be stepping into coaching yeah. just for that reason no no for sure for sure it's a hard job and fair play to Nathan yeah doing it. um thank you Gemma that's all my questions for you yeah. it's been great to reminisce about your your career and yeah thank you for coming on thank you I've really enjoyed it good good thank you um That was another episode of Sportscast Jersey. Thank you for watching or listening. Uh, Another episode is coming soon.